One, two, three. <laughs> Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hi. Hi. Are you wearing a Hawaiian short? Um, it's a dress. It's, it's a confusing, nice. It's a confusing dress that has like one, two, three, four buttons on the top like it is a shirt, but then underneath the buttons is a zipper like it's a fly, but it's a dress. Oh, is it from the 80s? Probably. 90s? It's from Nanaimo. Oh, it's bit, it's it's local. Yeah, I got it at a, it's like was a vintage find at a venue that I played a show at. And I was like, oh, there's clothes here. I need new clothes. I <laughs> have a bag full of dirty laundry. It's perfect. Should we introduce the guest? Yeah. All right. Um, second time on the podcast, uh, all the way from New York. She's famously from New York. Um, <laughs> she's a friend. She's a retired podcaster. It's Lizzie Bartelt. Hello. Welcome back, Lizzie. Hello. How are you doing? Hello. I did not bring a crowd with me. Last time I brought a crowd and everybody cheered. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're not back up to that yet in New York? Crowds no, can't there's fit not enough people here. The city apartment. is completely dead. Everybody left. Everybody fled the city. I'm the only one here now. Yeah. Oh. Have you done anything like, um, well, you've been working the entire time in retail, right? I've been working for about a year because I believe when we recorded last year around this time, I had not yet gone back, but I was like a week before starting back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I've been back for a year now. It's been challenging. Yeah. (laughs) It's been challenging, but um, really good. Probably one of the most interesting years of retail I've ever worked, and therefore I enjoyed it. Okay. Even though it was one of the most mentally challenging years. Yeah. But it was one of the most interesting years. So, well, tell us a bit more about that. Like, fill fill us out for all the people that didn't have to work a face to face retail job. Like, what was good? What was challenging? And what won't you miss? What will you miss? So, Last year, I think when we started back, they still were doing like free buses from the MTA. So you could just get on a bus with a mask on, of course, um, and do that for free. And then the subway was like very sketchy. They did not have it open for many hours of the day. And it just felt like, don't go on the subway. You're going to die if you go on the subway. So I rented a scooter to scooter to work. And it's one of those that like collapses and you stand on it. Um, and I wear a lot of safety gear. I have like a flashing light on my backpack. Yeah. <laughs> I bought neon yellow pants to wear in the rain. <laughs> cool. So smart. <laughs> and it is like the nerdiest thing ever. I feel like such a dork on it, but then you'll do something like perfectly like weave behind a car so that you can turn and like everything goes so perfectly and it's just like wow I'm such a badass (laughs) (laughs) I love it which makes me feel even more nerdy once I like have that feeling it's like what a loser (laughs) no I think it's cool you're like a one-woman taxi thank you thank you um It is very cool, and it costs way less than a monthly pass for the subway. Um, And once things kind of got moving and grooving again, the subway is, like, totally fine, and they were cleaning it a whole bunch. So it actually felt pretty safe every time I've ridden the subway. So That's good. Yeah. But at work, we started doing, like, private appointments where people could come in, and the mall was closed. We're in, like, a little shopping center that they like to assert is not a mall, but there's a food court, there's, like, (laughs) local characters, there's, like, mall drama between, like, the security guards and the staff, 
in the different <laughs> stores. So it's totally a mall. Um, yeah. Are there multiple levels? There are. There's um, <laughs> That's a mall. That's a yeah. mall. <laughs> There's but it's very small. It's got a Target and a Trader Joe's and a, a big movie theater. <laughs> And then a like a bunch of empty, <laughs> a bunch of empty leases. Uh, so yeah, it's totally a mall, but it was closed. So we would like go out and like chit chat with the um, security team. So now we all are like tight with the security team. Um, and then, you know, bring the customers in. They could be there for about, I think, 45 minutes. And then we oh, would wow. ask them to leave and bring someone else in. Um, and we did virtual appointments. So that was kind of fun to do and like a new challenging way to sell to people. Yeah. But uh, business is booming because I work for a furniture company and everyone has been stuck in their homes for the last however many months and everyone is ready for a new couch because they're sick of sitting on their couch. So it's been a challenging year just because things are going really well, but resources both of people and of materials and stuff. And I'm sure you've read different things about the furniture industry being challenged. Um, or maybe you've encountered it yourself as a person buying a sofa this year. And so it's been incredibly challenging with managing customers, like values and attitudes and the way they talk to us and the way that they're concerned about things. And I feel like I really honed my like empathetic, voice this year and that I can get a customer to de-escalate so quickly even if they're still pissed off and he's like saying things I can get most customers to go oh you're right okay I'll wait a little longer oh wow that's very (laughs) impressive that's a good skill to have but it wasn't without its challenges I had a few customers that were like so damaging to my mental health that it like they completely contributed to my burnout uh, oh. at different points throughout the year. And I'll be naming them now. So the first one <laughs> is... Lizzie just pulled out a big book. Yeah, it's like Santa's naughty list. <laughs> Your ledger. We're going to dox all the bad customers. In alphabetical order. <laughs> Do you want to just get into a retail nightmare or an experience with us then? She's a yeah. perfect, perfect segue. Totally. So um, I think I'll start out with a quick retail dream because... Okay that last little part feels like such a bummer. Um, (laughs) But uh, I have been doing physical therapy because my right knee really loved quarantine and did not enjoy going back to work. And so it has been um, revolting on me and and wishing it could stay furloughed. Um, (laughs) But uh, I have been really enjoying physical therapy But my flexible spending account has been really rude about accepting the payments. So I had to ask for help from the um, receptionist at the PT place this morning. And she was so helpful. And she we had a little chit chat about how annoying it is because obviously like she understands it a little bit more. But she still encountered it um, with her normal medical stuff, too. And it's such a bitch. But. Um, she got everything set up for me and I, I turned it in, but I don't know if they'll accept it yet, but (laughs) I know she'll help me fix it if we need to fix it. So it was just really nice to have her not be annoyed by that and just like, oh yeah, let me help. So love that. Um, but now for maybe something a little, a little funny, uh, at the last place I worked, um, we had a section of stuff for cars, like organizers for cars. 
And one year they introduced um, a packaged emergency blanket. So like that crinkly mylar emergency blanket. The silver space age looking one. Yeah. And it was really weird and no one really ever bought them. And one day a man walked into the store, took a couple emergency blankets and it was like, okay, this person probably needs those blankets. So like, I'm not going to be too mad at it. Mm hmm. And then he disappeared and everybody thought he had gone, like left the store with the blankets. Mm -hmm. But one of the like security loss prevention guys found him sleeping in the window display. Oh, wow. (laughs) Like in the fake closet window display, taking a nap. Um, And that has always made me laugh. Like what a cozy spot. And what a genius thing to do is to steal a blanket and then take a nap <laughs> in a window. And go like into the last place that the people in the store yeah, would think to look. see you there. Yeah. yeah. I think it's kind of genius. That is very smart. Yeah. yeah. Very cute. Did Can people see him from the street or was he completely hidden oh, by the Oh, yeah. Closet? You could totally see him from the street. <laughs> I love this story. <laughs> totally see uh, him from the street. Yeah. And it's one of those things where like at the time I was probably like annoyed like someone stole from me, but... Uh, I like the idea like if someone is selling an emergency blanket you should totally steal one if you don't have a house so yeah that's an emergency <laughs> where yeah, you need sure. a blanket 100% for sure take for a sure. few I uh, I have one of those uh, emergency kits that I bought like 11 years ago 12 years ago now when I went on a bike trip from Vancouver to Portland and I was just like, I should have this. And then I realized I still have it. And I was like, I also already have like a first aid kit. So I was like, I'll put this in my car. And I realized that it has, it has one of those like emergency blankets in it, like the silver ones. And I've never obviously opened it or needed it. But the kit itself was so old that like the band-aids in it were Mm. old. And I had to like swap out the old band-aids for new ones. And I think there was also like, an old map in there or something. And I was like, this is all crusty now. Um, you know how maps get crusty once they're a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes things change on the map. But like, I don't know why this is like a weird, a weird thing that I have, but like, I've always wanted to wear one of those silver blankets. Like they just <laughs> look cool. But you I, can, you have one. I know, but also you should I don't run wanna... a marathon. They give them to That's you as, true. as a marathon runner. I am training for one. So maybe oh, I look will. look at you. In, yeah. In October. Does everybody get one in a marathon or only if something bad happens? Only if you're cold. <laughs> I, I think everyone gets one. I think that they hand them out at the finish line with like, yeah, I've seen that, you know, other things. Tang in a cup. Post. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A diaper. I would run a marathon if I could get Tang. Yeah. But yeah, I know it's like you don't want to wear one of those. It usually means like something bad happened, like there's an accident. Well, and I think that they like reflect the heat that your body is giving off back to you. And it ends up being like a real sweaty mess, like Mm -hmm. wearing a Ziploc bag. So I don't think it's something you would really want. No. But if you've been exercising that long and then immediately I think she still wants it no I'm just thinking of like why do I have this urge and I'm thinking it's probably because of like in the end of so many movies that I love like the main characters are all like you know their faces are covered in soot and they're like they've got the blanket around them and um, what movies are these (laughs) yeah I can't name one but I'm thinking like speed I'm thinking like okay Keanu and Sandy 
I'm thinking like the end of the burbs when like the house oh, is sure. blown up. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times it's like a fireman's blanket. So it's like a heavy blanket, yeah. like a wool blanket that's around someone. But it's always like, you know, the paramedics are there and like everything's going to be OK. Like the end of the Goonies. I think they're they've all got blankets they probably on. Have a blanket. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> These are the three movies I can think of. The top of the yeah. Okay. We'll fact check them. It has a cool aesthetic. Like the shiny silver would be a cool yeah. background for your next music video. Very. Oh. Um. Or like an outfit made out of the blanket yeah. could be very cool. beautiful. Nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Everything's very silver. Zoolander. Yes, that, I was yes, thinking that too. Derelict. Yeah, I was thinking of derelict <laughs> when you said the guy in the window, and I was like, New York City, baby. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I'm sleeping here. Only in New York. That's a great retail experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do agree. Like, if someone's stealing something because they need it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, if anybody's stealing, there's probably a pretty good chance in some way they need it. But, um, guys, I keep changing my name on my screen, but you don't notice right now. It's penis. It's under my oh. my bar. Now I see it. Ah. I see it now. If I have, <laughs> I have to remember square. to change it back because I've made the mistake before of not changing it back. And this is my work computer. Um, did you want to tell another retail something before we move on? Or would you like us to do our thing? You can do one. Sure. Um, I have a retail dream. <laughs> and I have a retail experience, which okay. I'm going to... So, my retail dream is I went to Home Depot again today. Which- <laughs> Chop this woman's legs off. Yeah, I decided my best friend convinced me not to do that. Um, okay. I've been looking for a bed. Beds are very expensive. Um, they are very expensive. So I ended up kind of circling back to Ikea because they have a guarantee and some of the products are really rated quite well. And I've had pretty yeah. good experiences. So, but I didn't like the legs on this one bed and a Instagram person just swapped out the legs for like much nicer legs and the bed looks so much better. So that's great. Ikea Smart. hacks. Yeah. Love an Ikea hack. Love Ikea hacks. I'm also going to get TaskRabbit to put it, put it together. Yeah. I can be your TaskRabbit. No, it's too much work. You're already going to help me with my art and hanging but up I stuff. I love doing it. <laughs> well. I will my, pay you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might reconsider if you like doing it, but I'm tired of putting together furniture. I love it so much. And like, I never have a chance to do it because my <laughs> apartment is full and I don't need anything. But no, I I'd really do love it. But like, also no pressure. I don't okay. make it weird. <laughs> I, I, I've already accepted help for other things. So I think this one, I think this one, friends get a miss on this bed. And the last bed I put together by myself took me four hours oh, um, wow. nonstop. And I was like, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. Um, Four okay, hours so, is too much time. As both of you know, I'm repainting my apartment and I sort of want some little nooks to be like different colors. And so I was thinking yeah. for my office area, a kind of green color, bluish green. And for my dining room, like a coral pink color. Like that. Uh, just so it's not all white. Yeah. But I chose like a dozen different swatches and I went down to Home Depot. And of course, they didn't have most of them because... They only keep current colors, but they can make any color. And you can buy tiny pots of paint for $5. And then you can paint an area in your apartment and see if it actually works. Yeah. About five. Oh, wow. Um, but one of, when I, there's a really lovely person working at the counter. And I asked them uh, <laughs> if they thought these two colors would look good in the same apartment, not touching each other. And she's like, yeah, I mean, if you like cotton candy... <laughs> I thought it was like, so and I do. I was like, I do love cotton candy, but <laughs> when she put it into that pers- 
perspective. I was like, oh yeah, these look terrible together. And it was so great. And I don't even know if it was meant like subtly, like, no, this is, and she's like, well, I like these because they remind me of my best friend. My best friend loves cotton candy. And I was like, blue is totally cotton candy. And, but I'd already, I was like, oh, I'll just take the sample home. And I opened it up and it's atrocious. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad that this is an option because old Alicia would have bought like the really expensive gallon of the most expensive version of it and then get it home and be like, well, fuck. Yeah. Painted the whole wall. <laughs> yeah. Just like as punishment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if you can like take a picture of your apartment and just put it into Photoshop and like. You can, do, you can do that with like the Target app with like yeah. the augmented reality. Surely uh, you can do that with paint. Yeah. yeah the, you can do that on the website, but it's still kind of tough to. Yeah. With the lighting aspect. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but absolutely, if you just want to kind of visualize it with another color too, you can do that on probably all paint companies. Yeah. Cool. Websites. I've never yeah. thought of that. I'm just thinking of like, yeah, I could just like take a photo of anything in my place and put it in Photoshop and like make it as weird as <laughs> I want it. Too. It's all well, I look forward weird. to that project. <laughs> yeah, there's so much stuff on my walls. There's no way I'm ever painting them. Like it's just like there. Yeah, it would be such a huge job. You can barely see any of the wall. <laughs> like, There's no need for paint. Yeah, exactly. I've yeah. painted it with art. Yeah. <laughs> Some really beautiful art. Um, and then I'm having an experience that's been going on for a couple of weeks with a consumer who there's only two people that work in my department uh, soon to do, be just me for a little while. And they had called and asked some kind of more obscure ingredient questions because I think that they're on they maybe have a food sensitivity or they're on like a very strict diet. And my thought is like we have very extensive information about what's in the products, even though some of it's proprietary. We sure we will dig in deep for basically any ingredient. But there gets to a point with things where you're like, maybe this just isn't the right food for you. Yeah. <laughs> and also sometimes like if things are like so if your diet is that strict, maybe finding one or two or three products in our product ranges, you're really lucky. Mm hmm. People try too hard to make something work that just isn't for yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's because they, I think it's tough. You know, I've been there. I am there currently yeah. where I'm like, what do I, what can I have? This is like me and all coconut based, like non-dairy ice creams. <laughs> and I'm like, but it's not dairy. And I almost asked you for I'm ice cream the other day. And I realized like, no, it's coconut ice cream at the place mm -hmm. near me. Yeah, it's delicious, but I just, my body's like, yeah. not, not for it's, you. Yeah. So they called one day and I picked up the phone, but they were already working with my coworker. And so I very like diplomatically said, hey, like we've already started doing all this work for you. Maybe we should just keep it with this one person. But that didn't work. So they were emailing me and the other person multiple times a day. Oh, no. And then if I didn't reply back, Within a few hours, they'd write back and say, did you read my email? Oh, I can't with that. <laughs> and, um, you know, we're just two people. On an average day, we probably each deal with, you know, 30 different consumer interactions. And on right. a busy day, it could double, right? Wow, and then wow. quiet days, it might be 12. But um, I also manage a department and have other things to do. And priority. Right. there's other priority things that happen, right? Um, and so I did the ultimate, like, kind thing and arranged to have free product shipped to them, which is very oh, difficult. That's very nice. It's very difficult. It's very expensive. Sure. And um, it's also like, hey, like, no one carries this around you. I understand it's frustrating, but also these are the most obscure products we make at this time. And there's a reason <laughs> why they're difficult to find. 
and uh, which none of the reasons, none of the, none of this made any sense to this person. And so I've arranged for like several hundred dollars worth of product to be shipped to her. So she'll have like a stopgap before she can order them online. Okay. And still not happy. <laughs> not like it's not really bad. What it's will it's it just take? like it's yeah. like and also like this shipping it is complicated because it all has to be refrigerated or frozen. Right. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and I had it Dry involved ice. multiple people to get it done. Like our sales team got involved. Uh our marketing team got involved. You know, of course, like there's the people we use for shipping. Like it's a huge process. But every email is like, why isn't this here? And, and I'm like, ugh, like this has been really hard. <laughs> and I'm really hoping we'd never have to speak again after this is delivered. Yeah. yeah no this is a person who needs to have a relationship with their grocer. I know. And that's the other thing is like every time I explained how it could be easier for them, they said that, no, that's not possible. They spoke to somebody. And it does, as you would know, both of you would know, like you can't get into these kind of circular arguments when the yeah. consum- person thinks that they're right. And I'm like, oh, it's yeah, not right. Like I could, I'm looking at a list right now. I know it can be ordered for you. And it's it's probably that the they didn't create a relationship with the person. They made a demand with the grocery store. And that person was like, you're a jerk. I'm not helping you. <laughs> Which happens a lot at grocery. Yeah. They were like, yeah. Did you see my email? I just sent. And like, yeah. We are a grocery store. Um, I want to know. Yeah. Because like these situations, like if there's no resolution that's like good enough for the consumer, I want to know like what some of Lizzie's tips are for like oh, yeah. de-escalating people. <sighs> that's useful. Well, it's like I can be like I would rather be screamed at then deal with this kind of thing where it's like just, yeah. I feel like the n- normal amount of interactions for any kind of situation like this would be under 10. And I've hit like 30, we've hit 30. Yeah. And so that for me is Should what wears me down before that. Yeah. Cause like, it's you also know. like it dilutes the original concern. Right. Oh, but, but the original concern also would change and shift and then different questions and then asking, still emailing the other person, not oh. CCing. And I was like, this is not my job. Like you just accidentally got me on the phone and I'm fucking hooked. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, wish me luck. Uh, it has shipped. I hope that they get it and they don't like it and they decide <laughs> that your brand is not for them and they're done 100%, with you. 100% they they're leave not going to be alone. happy with it. They're 100% there's going to be emails. Mm. Now I'm really wanting to know what the most obscure products you sell. I know, are, me though. too, me too. But. Yeah, I can tell you in the chat. Save okay. that for later. Um, they're actually both two of my favorite products and uh, don't tell the customer that no I'm also <laughs> like I don't know where to get them I can get them at the fridge at work oh, oh it's very sure. easy for me but they are absolutely oh. delicious but really hard to find so I will look for that Alicia just typed in haunted broccoli burgers mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and poopy cackahole cursed uh, cactus strips I'm actually allergic to that so I won't yeah. is there any um Tomato in the hat. <laughs> it's only tomato. There's one ingredient. It's tomato. <laughs> yeah. I think it's good for me because like I haven't really encountered. I, there was a woman at Half Moon Yoga and she's a very old retail nightmare. And this woman's not really a nightmare. It's just like a weird experience that it's just been going on for like three weeks now. And, and you, I set up like professional boundaries and they were like, nope, that's not yeah. happening for me. doesn't work for me. And I'm like, oh, I, I don't think I can fire you, <laughs> but we're getting close. <laughs> Just because I'm annoyed. But this woman would constantly come in and she eventually ordered like a a special order of like specifically tailored pants. 
And, oh, I remember this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it, she was viciously um, rude to one of the salespeople and we banned her from the store. And then I saw her at a doctor's office. She's a doctor. She was a doctor at a doctor's office. <laughs> and uh, when I, like a private clinic that I very briefly went to for maybe a year. And I was like, oh, great. This monster <laughs> is helping people. That's why the pants needed to be tailored specifically to make room for the pitchfork tail <laughs> that was sticking out of In her the butt. end, she never bought her pants. Right, so we made that's her what pants. I remember. Yeah, what? I can remember they, they were sitting on the sale rack for a while because she was a very slender, but long, she had like really long legs kind of uh-huh. proportionally. So they wouldn't fit a lot of people. She was a skeleton. Yeah. She was like very, a very a slight build yeah. uh, with long legs. And uh, so it just reminds me of that where like someone just kind of like works you to the bone and then is still not happy. Yeah. 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 Anyways. That's, that's always hard because you like, I can only do what I can do. And at yeah. some point you have to make yourself happy. <laughs> yeah. The only reason I ever <laughs> send free product to people is for parents that are really like, it's rare because it's expensive and I can just send free product coupons, but Right. If somebody has like a child with like a severe allergy to something and there's only one product that works and they can't find it. Yeah, I'm going to send you a couple of cases of free product. Yeah. But it's really rare because it costs so much money. But what a nice thing to do when they really need and, you know, deserve it. Yeah. And sometimes they're mad. Sometimes they're not polite, but it yeah. doesn't bother me. It's I think it's just the constant contact stresses me out. Yeah, that oh, would stress sure. anyone out. For sure. Yeah, it's like, ding, ding, ding. Did you not get to the thing that I asked you to do? That's, is this it? Anytime I get a, did you read my email? And it's usually because I've been off. Like they'll email at like 930 in the evening. We're closed. And then I'll be off for a day or maybe off for two days. And then they're like, how come you didn't respond to my email? Well, I am a human and I get <laughs> days off from work. I am not a furniture robot. Yeah, it's funny. Like I did, I did have to take Monday off and they emailed me that day. And then the next day at nine, they're like, have you seen my email? I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, but I was responding to all the other emails that yeah. are also like not just you. <laughs> and part of me admires it. Like, you know, I would never have that sense of self-worth. Like, oh, yeah, like I'm top of the pile. Yeah, I'm like, no, I'm definitely bottom, near bottom of <laughs> <Yeah>. the pile. <laughs> get to it when me. you get to it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I went a little bit long there, but that's just the funny, funny situation I'm in. And I don't think it's going to end. Like, it's kind of like I purgatory. Guess you just have to keep pushing your boundaries back at them, like repeat what you told them. And we can, it's going to be fine. I think once, the, <laughs> once they get the product, they'll be really happy. And, but if they don't like it, I've also sent them. 16 units of (laughs) hot fudge yeah mm, it is just it arrives hot you have to be really careful when you're opening it it arrives hot in a bubbling cauldron with a ladle (laughs) the ups driver is like whoa whoa, 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 with his shirt popping open like that's how it is best served yeah 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 that sexy state farm guy will bring it do you guys get oh. the commercials where everyone's horny for the State Farm guy? No. Oh my gosh, you need to see them. That Everyone brings great. him, like, he'll be at the butcher shop and she'll be giving him all these gigantic thick steaks and because he got her a good deal. And what then is uh, State Farm? Um, is this insurance? Oh, yes, insurance. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's Farmer Man's company. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Do> insurance. 
<laughs> state farm guy. Oh. There's like a state farm guy and everyone is just like basically throwing themselves at him because he got them a good deal on insurance. And he's just like, you know, everybody gets that deal. It's fine. And he's not happy to receive the free pizza and the free steaks and the horny ladies that are so excited to be there with him. I love this. He's got to, yeah, capitalize on these uh, perks. Yeah, Is it this guy? Sure. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, he's tight shirt. Very good looking. <laughs> yeah, I get Alicia's it. Alicia's biting her lip. No, no, no. I put on like lip liner and it's like dry and crusty now. Mm, mm, something liner. for the listeners. Lip liner. Speaking of lip liner, I am almost finished uh, season six of Sex in the City. And wow, what Hell a yeah. roller coaster of fashion, makeup, hair. Uh, bad takes bad restaurants and clubs that are no more yeah were they real at the time a lot of them were i i, I think wow. they all were was bed real i went to bed once you went to bed no way <laughs> i went to bed <laughs> what a terrible idea okay for the listener I, yeah go ahead bed is like a thing where it's like all sexy and it's like meet me in bed and instead of tables like you lay in a bed like There's you sit a on a bed at, but it's a bar i I went in like maybe 2005 before yeah. I moved to New York City. I did a summer internship and I lived in Astoria for like, I don't know, two months. And the um, young woman that I lived with was a big partier. And that was kind of all she did. I am sure she had some kind of job. I just have no idea. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. So she eventually convinced me to go out with her. And we went to a couple different places and I just remember getting really, really drunk, and we ended up at that place. And I was like, it's just like on Sex in the City. And wow. I don't think we stayed very long, because I don't have a very solid memory. But I also was probably not in a state where my brain would remember much. <laughs> I mean, that seems like the perfect time to go to bed. Um, the <laughs> thing that I couldn't understand about bed, first of all, that episode, I didn't remember the last time I watched it. I was like 22, and I didn't know who anyone was or what anything was. Michael Showalter is in that episode and oh, I love I forgot it so much. he was one of the, the fellas. Yeah, he's like Carrie's ex's friend and she has to tell him that like they broke up and she's bad mouthing him and he's just sort of sitting there making <laughs> the most hilarious face to me but it's I think just a neutral face but he looks like just a normal Showalter it's face. just his <laughs> amazing expressive face but all I could think about the whole time is like what a terrible business model Oh my God, it's so dumb. Because like, are you cleaning? Are you making the beds? Like how I, often yeah, are you changing? I think you are. Because that's not well, like the idea of like sitting on a freshly made bed. Yes. But like if other people have been on it and people are like canoodling on it, that's like creepy. Yeah. I guess if someone else leaves, do they remake it in the middle of the shift? It doesn't seem that's like weird. it. I would yeah. think no. Maybe no. they would kind of crisp the edges of the duvet. I mean, no one's getting into the bed, but it is like pillows. It's basically like yeah. couches with blankets on them. But like the idea of people getting drunk and spilling drinks or food or whatever, yeah. it's just like a lot of bleach. Yeah. I love it's bleach. Weird. And I just imagine that like, you know, people are going to have too many drinks and they're like, we're reclining and they're just going to start yeah. like dry humping. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, That's why I wanted to go. Yeah. <laughs> In this day and age, it, uh, it seems absurd. I disagree. I think it's a great idea. Uh, let's bring back bed. <laughs> yeah. Bed, um, Vancouver. Bed, bed North. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, we had a real bed bug epidemic around that time here, and I think New York did as well. So it's also like kind of weird that it was a thing. How awful! I feel like 2008 was when like Vancouver had the real. I feel like it it really never stopped. No, I had them in 2010, I believe. Oh, before it was was cool. Very traumatic experience. Oh yeah. Was it a building? Was it was it was it something you brought home from the thrift store that was just covered in bed bugs? And you're like, I like this. (laughs) It's moving on its own. I love these bugs. Yeah, never Um, alone. No, I I don't know where I got them. Probably just sitting on the subway next to somebody. Yeah. They're really easy to get. Yeah. But now I, like, know the signs, and anytime I, like, think of it, I just check my bed. Because they don't affect me. Okay, yeah, you don't get the it's not everyone. I get, I get, like, red welts, but I don't, it doesn't itch it's like it itchy. does to some people. Yeah. Okay. There's a ton of people who can, like, have had them for a long time and not know. Like, and also the older you get the less you react to it. So like there's a lot of like seniors who like they have no idea, but all their stuff is. Oof. Yeah. I encountered it in my old job where I was like helping people relocate. Oh, yes, of course. Um, And I got to like have a sit down. It felt like it was like half an hour, hour long, like basically like master class from this guy who worked for like Orkin or whatever and like who just knew so much about bed bugs and like all pest treatments and like he had traveled all around the world like learning different techniques and different and like knew all the science about it and it was just like fascinating it was like an episode of ologies just like learning every single thing and like what to look for and how to like Because, you know, if you're in a place that, you know, has bed bugs, but you have to be there for work, of course, you're going to be super paranoid. And he's like, take your clothes off when you get home, throw them in the dryer first thing, like don't wash them, put them immediately in the dryer. And also he said like a car things like your car heats up so much like in the summer that like if you just leave something in your car for like a day or two, like they're going to die because it's like baking That's pretty wise. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. Because he's like, I'm around these every day and I've never had them, like never one. And like my wife is, you know, always paranoid. And he's like, but it's like there's ways to. I definitely had like a million of those giant Ziploc bags, which I still have. Like I have a bag of Ziploc bags. I've kept them. It's going to be great for, you know, wedding. And then you can have like clean bags and, and contaminated bags. And then you have, you know your outfit that you wear right. out of the house and then you come in and put on your inside outfit yeah. on and like everything is hermetically sealed and separated. That's and it, how it, like yeah. we were doing stuff like that when COVID was starting and we were like, okay, yeah, these exactly. are the work clothes and we have to take them off because we just didn't know. Yeah, What a world. What a world. Um, what yeah, a year. I, I realized that sex in the city, just to get back to what's going on with me, um, <laughs> that show ran from 1998 to 2004 was the original run of the series. And those are the exact years that I was at the school that I graduated from, like uh, that Justin Trudeau was a teacher at like the ridiculous sort of like preppy private school. And it's such like a bizarre world because like the girls who I went to high school with, like idolized that show and thought it was like elite and just like what you would want to you know, aspire to be. And now, and now looking back, I'm like, all those shoes, this is like so cringy and like, gotta go shopping. And it's just like (laughs) this sort of just such a narrow view in so many ways compared to now of like, 
all the different choices that there are of how yeah, to the be. The world has really changed. Yeah, thankfully. But <laughs> right. at the time, it was like so groundbreaking. Yeah, yeah it really I was. Remember that. And feminist? Wasn't it very feminist? It was considered very feminist. It was what, yeah, and just like being open about sex too. Like, right. yeah. It was like the Madonna of uh, right. TV shows, I remember. <laughs> But yeah, it is that sort of thing where it's like, it's feminist in the like white cis woman way. Like it's not, it's not at all like by today's standards, uh, does not hold up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's almost 20 years old. Wow. It's older than 20 years old. Well, from the last episode, I was thinking you're right. Somebody in a meeting the other day brought up the OC and they're like, yeah, I love, we're talking about like. Things and she's like, yeah, I used to really love the OC when it came out ten years ago. And I just like private messaged them. I'm like, it's almost twenty, buddy. Like, welcome to like two thousand years ago is when it started. I think in two thousand and three. Yeah, two thousand three. Yeah, because I remember it was. It started like a few months after I stopped having cable and I when I watched it for the first time this last year during like quarantine I was like why didn't I watch the show like it's so like they're the exact same age that I would have been yeah. at the time like it would have been so perfect and I was like right like I stopped having a tv in like December 2002 and I was like that's like I just like yeah. became oblivious to you like what was on shows, cable yeah. yeah and I'm I mean I'm glad that I got to enjoy it now for the first time I had a roommate in my study abroad, who that was one of the DVDs she brought with her. And she did not like to go out and do stuff. So she would stay and watch the show and then also center stage that movie. Um, And so I like caught little snippets of it. And then I eventually watched it because she kind of brainwashed me. And it's a great show. The OC? Yeah, I love the OC. California, here we come. Yeah, I liked it too. (laughs) The song alone is like... When you're watching a lot of a TV show all at once, usually I'll skip the intro. Even like yes. the Sex in the City, it's short. It's like silly. It's like blink, blip, blink. It's just like like so many little yeah. like bongo fills. It's kind of like funny, but like the OC. That one you want to hear. I want to listen to the whole thing. And then I afterwards go onto YouTube and listen to the full <laughs> song because, oh, man, it rocks. And then when you realize that that's Jason Schwartzman playing drums I was on that song, say it's, mwah, it's even that better. band. Yeah, band of planet. Jessica, anyway, yes. I'm so sorry. Do you have a retail nightmare? Or do we want to move through it? Move I've through it. just been watching Sex and the We City. have an OC experience. Yeah, <laughs> <We're> <laughs> perfect. Dead. Let's do two segments and wrap it up. Sure. Let's uh, do it. Before we do that, we have a special message to someone from a listener uh, named Christian. So here's what he has to say to his friend. Guess whose birthday was two days ago and didn't line up so well with the release schedule. Happy premeditatedly belated birthday to Caitlin Nickerson, an extraordinary human, artist, friend, cat mom, barista, and human, and friend, and human. This is definitely a human we're discussing here, not a robot. (laughs) This is a human. With normalcy slowly returning to our corner of the world, I hope that you can fill this year with many new and wonderful experiences. Enough to make up for this absolute heckin' gosh darn shit fuck of a year that's finally losing its grip on us all. Amen. Well said. (laughs) Caitlin, it's your day. Eat as much cake as you can handle. Pile on them sprinkles. Calories don't count. 
Well, this is belated. It probably extends to leftovers. Yeah, totally. Yes, I agree. So keep on chugling, man. And may the blessings of Klepo fill your days with statistically few retail nightmares forevermore. Happy birthday, Caitlin. And thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks, Caitlin. Happy birthday. Now is the time for some segments? Sure is. So, Lizzie. Yes, Jessica. <laughs> when was the last time you used a microwave? The last time you used a microwave. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> I do not own a microwave at my home. I have an air fryer. So now this is when was the last time you used an air fryer? Oh, shit. Take (laughs) over. (laughs) When was, when was the last time you used an air fryer? (laughs) I ran out of bread, which is a national security emergency. Are you okay? Um, I'm okay. Do you need one of those silver blankets? (laughs) I need a silver emergency (laughs) blanket. Thank you. Um, But I realized I had those. uh, Do you guys get? I forget the brand. I think it's Mission brand, but do you get their tortillas in yes. your like normal oh. grocery stores? In America, I've had, they're so soft. They make this size called street taco and it's Ooh. like tiny little taco uh, tortillas and I get the corn ones and I still had some. So I made breakfast tacos the other yes. day, mm-hmm. but my stove is sadly electric and so to like heat up the tortillas on the stove is just a bummer but i learned you can air fry them and it does kind of the same thing and it's the best oh. you have to get they get like just slightly crunchy where i can still kind of fold it around nice. the egg and the beans oh um, but it's such a good taco. good thing to do is to air fry those little tortillas so i highly recommend it I also have a microwave at work, so the last time I used a microwave was to microwave a Trader Joe's meal, which I eat usually about once a week because it's a really great way to eat out at lunch but not really pay to eat out at lunch. Mm -hmm. Um, It is the vegan tikka masala. It Mm. has these um, like TVP chunks that are like big and savory, and it is the most delicious savory sauce ever. It is so tasty. Um, You mentioning that Mission brand tortillas really took me— it's tubes. That's like that. That would when I were on tour in America in the grocery store, I'm like, got to get my like. And they're like, they are like soft blankety. Their flower ones are they're like almost so, silky to the touch. It's and they like have, a cloud. Yeah, they're really good. They're really good. That's Everybody run preferred. out to Target and buy some mission tortillas. I'm sure they're not. I'm sure they're like very bleach processed flour. Not good for you, but like. It's they're like absolutely a, like white hug. people tortillas. Yeah. They're not, even no. though it looks like it might be an indigenous brand. Because it or, says mission. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's got to be like, just like the most mid-century version of what nutrition is kind of mm, grocery yeah, store no, it's, brand. It's very, yeah, Americanized. Uh, yeah. But it is. But they're yeah. great. And the street tacos are the best size. Everybody should be eating breakfast tacos. It is such a fun breakfast to have. Yeah, yeah, so good. I make them often. Yeah. I make them with something sadder, though. I make them with coconut flour tortillas. Ooh. But they're pretty good. <laughs> you can do good. corn, though, right? You need, like, a corn flour. Can you do I corn? I can do corn, uh, usually. 
Okay. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. What about like a potato potato tortilla? Is that a thing? Like there's gnocchi. I don't know. You definitely could like make a hash brown in that shape. And then like if it's crispy and then like roll that around. That's one of my favorite like things that happen in vegan social media is the beloved hash brown. Like it is made into delicious things. Just yeah. a hash brown burger. Yeah, yeah. you can get those. I'm down to pound. McDonald's hash browns at Trader Joe's too, oh. but they're and vegan. Those, they are vegan, mm-hmm. and you can put those in the air fryer. And holy smokes, that is an addictive product. I highly yeah. recommend never bringing them into your mm-hmm. home. They are just a giant grease pocket, and they are so good. This is potato yeah. business now. And now the, it's um, ones business. at McDonald's are not vegan and they're not gluten free. Just for the listener, in case you didn't know that. Right, right. Don't eat the McDonald's ones, but do eat the mm-hmm. Trader Joe's ones. Uh, yeah, I did a. Uh, I talked in potato business before about tater tots in the air fryer. This is like a game changer. It's Basically, too fast. I ate it, a whole bag of tater yeah. tots in three days. I was just like, this is the base of every meal until this bag is gone. That was a real quarantine vibe, was a Morningstar spicy chicken patty with a pile of vinegar on top and then oven fries or tater tots, whatever from the Orida brand, and just pop that in the air fryer. Oh, so good. So comforting. I still so don't good. really know what an air fryer when is. When you or come over next, like. we'll put things in the air yeah. fryer and, and you can see like it. It's like a mini convection. Yeah, it's like a mini convection. It has like a drawer. Yeah, that's where you like keep your socks. I don't and understand. <laughs> that's where you warm your socks in the morning yeah. so that your feet are not cold. Mine um, looks like a like a very bad robot. Yeah, from that's like the eighties. There's so many different, like when I Googled. Maybe we should buy googly eyes for our air fryers. Oh, Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. (laughs) Um, Little arms. There's so many different designs. I was just like, which one? Like, you know. Well, there's this weird style that's like a basket with a handle and you like pull the basket up. That's mine. Oh, you do have that kind. What do you have? Oh, I have the kind that's like a big um, toaster toaster oven. oven. Yeah. Yeah. My friend Sarah got that one and it's worked out really well. There's still a basket in it. (laughs) (laughs) A tisket, a tasket. I don't find it makes toast as good as a toaster, so I ended up keeping my toaster. Yeah, I'm really happy with it, but it's like, it almost fell on my head a few days ago because I keep it on top of my microwave, and I was like, yeah, living in a small apartment and having a passion for large appliances is not a good combination. (laughs) Anyways, Jessica, have you used a microwave recently? I... Didn't use one, but I had an interaction with a microwave. Okay. <laughs> I fucked a microwave. Now, um, oh, yeah. My oh, friend. Yeah. Oh, chicka, oh, bow, oh, wow. yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I'm horny for my. <laughs> <laughs> my skin is peeling off. Oh. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> my friend, Barb, who is in her 70s. Shout out to Barb. Shout out to Barb. Absolutely no way Barb is listening to a podcast. Um, I hadn't seen her for a really long time because we were, you know, wanting to wait until it was safe to do so. She's, uh, you know, she's had heart surgery. She's got like all sorts of things that make her way more at risk. Um, Things that make you go, hmm. Things that make you go, 
Barb. Um, <laughs> but we finally, like a couple weeks ago, we went for a walk uh, to Stanley Park and we like saw a bunch of cute little baby animals around Lost Lagoon. That's and nice. she, it was it was very nice to see her. And I told her like at the beginning of the pandemic, like if she needed anything, if she needed help with groceries, like anything, like I have a car, I can wear Must one million nice. masks. <laughs> it's I mean, it's not the nicest car, <laughs> but it is. It's very cute. Certainly handy. Um, The paint is peeling off <laughs> and I don't know what you're supposed to do. <laughs> um, you can like, get it I'm wrapped like, instead of like repainted. Nail polish, like clear nail polish. <laughs> That's probably not right. But she she was like, I'm going to take you. She's very Barb is very uh, independent, fiercely independent. And like, you know, she's a very good nature photographer. And she'll be like climbing on like frozen rocks on the beach when there's like an advisory out. And she's like, I'm fine. I can do it. And I'm like, like, Barb. Um, But she's like, I'm finally going to take you up on an offer for like assistance. I'm buying a new microwave. Can you please help me when it arrives? And get rid of the old microwave. And I was like, Barb, I would love to. So yesterday it happened. The new one arrived and she was like keeping me up to date. She's like, it's supposed to get here like between nine and 10 and I'll let you know and blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, I'm so embarrassed. The new microwave was so light. I thought it was going to be so heavy. I wasn't going to be able to <laughs> lift it. And she's like, so it's fine. So she wound up just getting me to like carry out the old one and dispose of it. And she thought it was going to be really heavy. And she's like, I put it on a, a wheelie chair so we could like wheel oh. it down the hall. Oh, and I was like, yeah. I Smart. lifted it up and I was like, it's OK. I got this. Like, I, <laughs> I, I'm stronger than I look. And then today I took it to the like zero waste uh, transfer station, which is always a treat to go there because <laughs> it makes me feel uh, like less of a weirdo for like saving up all my like broken cords and Mm. batteries and like soft plastic because it's like Jessica why is this here sitting by the door like for the past six months it's like I'm I'm gonna take it (laughs) I'm taking it to the (laughs) zero waste place that you like pull up in and they just have bins and it's magical so we yeah deposited the microwave and uh it's it's in microwave heaven now (laughs) that's great such a nice thing to do Thank you for your service. Yeah, you're very much like your love language towards others is acts of service. Yeah. Mm. You do lots of nice stuff for people. I'm nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's nice to be nice. You always, you know, you help everybody move. You check in on people. You beg to build furniture. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's like a puzzle. It's fun. Also, I wasn't expecting this, but Barb gave me a puzzle. Oh, <laughs> like, nice. Because her so daughter, nice. she has a... Uh, a daughter who lives uh, far away and her and her partner gifted her this puzzle. That's like this swanky, like fancy puzzle. And Barb was like, I tried doing it for three days and then I just gave up. So like, do you want it? And I was like, not only do I want this puzzle, I know of this puzzle. Uh, like I've coveted it online and it's like fancy and beautiful. And I was like, yeah, I'll take the puzzle. So like, <laughs> That's give great. Me, give me, give me. Yeah. I don't know. It pays to be nice. <laughs> Sometimes you get a puzzle. Yeah, pay me in puzzles. Payment for that puzz. Yeah, that's true. Should we do worst present? Yeah, worst present. The worst present ever from the family member. The worst present ever from the family member. Lizzie, I can't believe this. It's like one of my favorites. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's rare. There's one that maybe is still a fresh wound where my dad purchased 
a bunch of stuff from an Amazon wish list that I just thought was a, a list of things that I had planned to buy for other people. And he thought was things that I wanted. Oh, um, no. So I won't go too far into that one. <laughs> oh, um, but that poor was a surprising you. Christmas. That would have been so confusing. It was really confusing because I opened one thing and I was like, I was going to buy this for my friend Rachel for her birthday. And it was a... Um, like a gardening seat bag thing where it was almost like a little camp chair and it would open up and there was uh, gardening tools in it and you could, you know, haul it around your garden, like sit on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I live in an apartment and yeah, I didn't really have garden? anywhere to use that. <laughs> so that was also kind of weird. And that's the only, that's the only piece I can remember from that because the, it was just a lot of stuff that was like, you know, it's stuff for my friends. So it wasn't things that would have been too crazy for me to like too, but, mm-hmm. um, I don't really use Amazon anymore, but uh, I kind of changed the whole way I do those lists and everything is kind of private now. So, (laughs) (laughs) Or I would put like notes and everything that says like, this is a gift idea for this person. Smart. Yeah. And my dad is a notoriously good gift giver. Like this is his whole thing. And so I think that he thought like, ooh, I found her secret wish list. And so I'm going to buy her all these things that she wanted. And it kind of bit him in, his, in the bind. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also had a grandma who was like a very volatile kind of personality in the family. So that I have 13 cousins on that side. And so to get like the whole group together was kind of a big deal. And sometimes it wouldn't work out. So we would be like invited and then uninvited. So we'd all be at like my aunt's house instead. Um, and I don't think we knew that so much growing up, but, um, there were some really fond memories of Christmas at her house. And the best one was when she didn't buy anybody presents and she just went into the basement where she had her like hoarder stock of Avon products and would just bring one thing up at a time. Like she would go, okay, I'm going to go get something for Bradley, my brother. She would like go down there and like find some stuff and then be like, here's for Brad. Or here's for Mark. And I just remember getting all this random stuff that, like, in hindsight is, like, not very personal and not, like, a nice gift, really, to give to people. But as a kid, it was very special, (laughs) especially because you would get, um, like, a a chapstick that was mint, uh, like, chocolate mint flavor. And I used to eat it. It was so good. (laughs) I oh, still so remember sweet. like the taste of it. It's like oily chocolate mint. Was that <laughs> delicious? What Gross. brand was it? Was that Avon? That was Avon. Okay, because mm-hmm. I was like, I remember the the lip smackers chocolate mint oh, chocolate. The lip smackers are good too. Yeah, but the definitely. Avon ones, like if you Google vintage Avon, like uh, all of them in that picture I've had because Granny oh. sold Avon for many years. They used to have some like pretty cool product design, but that's like. 60s 70s yeah that was I mean she had this was probably in like the mid 90s and she definitely had stuff from that era and was like handing it out did she dress like uh Diane Weist in Edward Scissorhands (laughs) I wish uh I don't think so that may be too flashy for her yeah (laughs) not everyone can be a Diane Weist she's I love her So I want to interject because I have an Avon gift that was a beautiful gift to my, like I thought was so beautiful and so fancy when I was a child. It was from my neighbor Kay, who was the nicest person in the world. 
whenever my mom needed somebody to babysit or if she's having like an argument with my dad, I would go over there and eat ginger snaps. And she had this beautiful, I forget what they're called, but you know, those porcelain dolls that people collect. Yeah. I always admire them. Like a precious moment kind of thing or like a doll? Those really nice ones. Like I forget what they're called. Jessica, do you know? Uh, Madam Alexander? There was like Royal Dalton. Like Maybe it's Royal Dalton. yeah. Yeah. My um, grandma used to have like little like ladies figurine. in ball gowns or whatever, like very yeah. weird <laughs> in retrospect. The way like she was just this lovely woman and she collected them and she lived with her dad, who was also so nice. She was a nurse. She had a beautiful rose garden. Anyway, she's just one of those really lovely people that you want to spend time with. And yeah. she, although she didn't have children, she kind of was a good company for a kid like me, like yeah. who didn't really play with kids. Um, but I'm trying to send the picture. She gave me as a gift a bottle of Avon perfume. And I mean, it I was, loved all of those. Yeah, it was like, but it smelled really good. And I realize now I've been wearing the same fragrance for 15 years or so. You still smell, use it? It smells similar. It smells just like it. Oh, wow. And I'm hoping that it, it comes through, but it was like this really pretty bottle when you're like a six-year-old. It felt so special. And I can remember like opening it up and putting a tiny bit on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember these. Okay, we had these, like, around the house. Oh, and nice. And they were maybe Christmassy ones. Yeah, it looks like there's I a totally lot of options, this. but it was definitely this one, this bottle. Yeah, I remember the top being yellow. Yeah. And those little oh, gifts man. that Avon was, uh, like, the miniature Avon sample lipsticks, but were just kid-sized. Yeah, those oh, were great. man. Anytime I smell, you know, you'll smell something like a cleaning product or like a candle or something and you'll go, I know the smell. What is the smell? It is so strong in my memory. I just assume it's an Avon smell to me because that was so prevalent. I think my mom sold it for a little while, too. They both sold Tupperware, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would love it if every lipstick and every beauty product came in those sample sizes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Totally. Like, I can never finish anything. Anyways, this has been an Avon moment with Lizzie and Alicia. Jessica, do you have any Avon stories? I have an Avon. um, It's like a little miniature, like, pitcher and bowl. um, And it's sort of, like, bluey, sort of, like, mint green color, sort of swirled with white. And I guess it's, like, jadeite is, like, the... Oh, sure. Um, and, uh, my friend Layla gave it to me when she was moving away to Tunisia and then she moved back and I was like, do you want all the stuff back that you gave me? Like, it's still here. You can have it if you want, <laughs> but it's perfect <laughs> for, uh, like plant cuttings to just have in water. Cause oh, like yeah. it's an opaque thing, but it's one of those things that like every single old lady of a certain age has on their nightstand. And I think I posted a picture of like all my plant cuttings and my friend Craig was like, nice Avon jadeite <laughs> pitcher and bowl. And he's like very cool. Like he collects sort of like vintage Classic. glassware and stuff. But yeah, I love it. It's it's great. And it's uh, it has a spotted uh, begonia sprouting Exciting. in there right now, rooting oh, in there. Yeah. Which sparkles. So it's like magical. Like it feels Ooh. like a vampire from Twilight. I've never seen Twilight. <sighs> Wow, Lizzie. I've been thinking about watching it, but it's Shame. not available. I, um, <laughs> it's not available on the platforms that oh. I have. And I have many platforms. Not and on I'm Netflix. not willing to pay for a new platform. I think it's on Showtime right now. Mm, okay. And 
I want Showtime, but I'm waiting for a show to return before I pay for like a month and then watch as much as I can. Yeah, watch all five Twilight movies. There's five and they're all like two hours or more <laughs> yeah. long. So yeah. next time you're like recovering from surgery, surgery yeah. or an illness and mm-hmm. you're like in a weird sort of like floaty dream state, I'd say mm-hmm. check it out. Uh, but speaking of things that haven't aged, great. real problematic stuff going on in twilight not that it wasn't problematic when it came out i remember like making fun of it then but like even worse now yeah yeah well i look forward to it (laughs) yeah it's like laugh out loud funny yeah oh it's like from the opening shot of the first movie like you will be cry laughing Okay, then I definitely look forward to it. It would be nice to watch with someone that oh, yeah. it sounds like, too. Yeah. We, over the course of the pandemic, um, a bunch of people and I, like, did Netflix parties. And we Love just, like, doing that. just, like, yes. roasted the movies in the chat the whole time. And, like, certain people, like, former guests uh, Aaron Reed and, like, Kevin Lee and Emmett Hall, like, they'd, like, never seen them before. And I, it was so endearing to, like, see their, like you know, their minds blown as certain things happen. Like, you know, I don't want to give anything away, but just like, what? This is really, this is what this movie is about. Like, no, no. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, here we go. This is a box office hit. There's still like mega, 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 mega hit. It's bizarre. Very bizarre. The best movie to watch for a Netflix party is the mummy. Oh, oh the mummy. so good. Especially if there's someone new. The original one. The original. Okay. Yeah. But there's just so much. There's a lot. So much happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't seen it since it came out. So it would be. I'd, oh, it's so good. You should see it again. I'd, uh, I'd, I'd love to. Um, I watched the like new mummy with like Tom Cruise. Haven't seen it yet. That is one that would also be fun to watch on a Netflix party okay. because it's just like there's they're really trying to like set up because I guess it's like it's some sort of franchise like it's in like the dark universe or whatever of like all the where mummy-verse. the the bad things happen and they're like setting up this character and you're they're just like setting it all up but that there's going to be more movies and you're just like oh no 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 <laughs> <laughs> no it's this is more bad this? yeah. But he plays, I'm pretty sure he plays like a really gross character in it who like you're not supposed to like. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. So unlike him. Yeah. But just like him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's one of those characters that like you're like, oh, he's got a change. He's got an arc. <laughs> um, shall we, Puppo? Yeah. Lizzie, who's your pup of the week? <laughs> Just a silent dance. To I was the, dancing to the theme in theme my head. <laughs> that we are not listening to, but I love that. That was great. Uh, my puppo this week, um, I have a friend from summer camp who uh, moved to New York City during the whole pandemic pandemonium. Um, and it turns out she's in a relationship with another camp friend of ours. <gasps> Which was kind of a shocker and an exciting, you know, gossip, hot gossip. Um, But she has a dog that belonged to his uh, sister who has now passed. So they have this dog that they've been taking care of for several years now. But the dog is not 
a people person. (laughs) (laughs) And the dog is also a little attached. So she brought him to lunch because we had lunch um, the other day at a really nice falafel place near my house. And they have a really nice backyard to sit in. Um, And so we could have the dog back there, which was awesome. Um, And his name is Duke. And I posted a picture of the two of us, and Duke is in the photo. I don't know what type of dog many dogs are, really. Um, But he was very cute, and he snapped at me. He let me pet him for, like, two seconds, and then he really, like, chomped at me. And I was like, okay, hands away from the dog. Um, But then by the end of the lunch, he was sitting, like, under the little picnic table next to me, which was very sweet. Um, So big fan of my little friend duke duke he's just yeah. letting you know his boundaries yeah, yeah. Sm- that's like all f- like fear-based behavior right right uh but it can be a little spooky when it happens oh boy i'm of course looking up this dog too yeah. but it's probably much, much oh yeah much smaller than i was thinking for a dog named he duke like fit in her little papoose <sighs> thing and yeah. it was so cute and i almost didn't like notice him at first <laughs> definitely looks like a poodle mix um, I as wondered. Soon as, as soon as you said Duke, I pictured in my head like a boxer. And then when I saw that photo, I was like, oh, just a little guy. Yeah, my mom's little. super aggressive German Shepherd is called Duke. Mm-hmm. And he's the same. Oh, he yeah. does not like people. There's a big, a big uh, cat that lives in an apartment on the corner of my block. And I don't know the cat's name. Uh, but I know that he was once a feral like cat, like a street cat, and he's so big that he makes like indentations on the lawn. And I have named him oh, I the love Duke. That. <laughs> like <laughs> he is the Duke. That's a great name. Yeah, I love I love the Duke. And like he'll let you pet him once, and then he's like, I'm done, and he'll yes. just sit just out of reach. And I'm like, you've earned it. I love you. I respect <laughs> you. Duke is the last name that my parents give at restaurants instead of our last name, so that they can oh. accurately call it out. That's oh, smart. yeah. Smart. Yeah. Very smart. Duke, Duke, Duke. That's what it sounds like when they're looking Duke for your family. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. And then they have parents like, voice. why do we choose that? <laughs> Alicia, who's your papo? My papo is Hank. He uh, ate some weed on Sunday. Uh, he was real high for a really long time. By accident. <laughs> yeah, by accident. I don't know for sure what it was, like, but what he did eat something that looked like a cookie. So I'm assuming oh, that's man. what it was. And then uh, unlike the first time it happened when he was a puppy, these symptoms were different. So I didn't catch Ooh. it. I just thought he was really like laid back, which is never laid back. I don't know why. Yeah. Like I, I p- posted a picture of him laying flat on his back with his legs wide open. And like, I was like, he never sleeps like that. And I was like, oh, this is so great. He's, he's really maturing. <laughs> he's like stone out of his gourd. I also posted a video of uh, playing with him. And if I look back at that video, he's, so high yeah and, uh, yeah so i feel i'm just really lucky that uh he's back to normal and good he does this thing all day long while i'm working at home where he tricks me into taking him outside so he can just sit outside in the sun oh and that's like i, I love that it's really sweet and but sometimes i'm like i really need to be working now and i thought you were gonna take a shit so <laughs> going back inside dude Anyways, I love him so much. And my other Puppo of the Week is the, they've been Puppo of the Week before. I've never met them in person. It's the Vancouver Animal Wellness Emergency Clinic uh, on Alberta. Um, I have had to call them several times in the middle of the night uh, for advice. And I always get really good advice from their customer service people at night. This time it was Petra. 
Uh, I think it's been Petra before, and this is just great. It was a serious rainstorm. I did not want to stand. I don't drive, so I'd have to take a cab there yeah. and then wait outside <laughs> for him in a rainstorm. No. And mm-hmm. they just they talk me off the ledge. Yeah, they're great there. They're great. Jessica, who's your papa? I've taken several small animals I've found uh, there before. Um, and they've been great with them. Um, a while ago, a couple weeks ago, uh, Alicia uh, did a, an online come draw with me. And I, I attended, but I did not draw or participate because I've been to most of them that used to happen in real life. But it was really great. It was very fun. And there was one drawing in particular that I loved <laughs> so much. It was by former guest Hannah McGregor. Um, and uh, she mailed it to me and it arrived uh, today. <laughs> and it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a cat like Alicia. The prompt that it's Alicia so gave. So good. Was that it's like draw your favorite animal wearing your favorite summer outfit with your food that you're most looking forward to, like when you can go have from a restaurant again. So she she drew. I'm pretty sure it's like uh, like vegan ramen and it's like a jumpsuit, sort of like a loose tank top jumpsuit. And then it's a, a big orange cat. But like the way it's she so drew good. it, it just turned out to have like a very menacing, but like also like sexual aura. <laughs> And so she wrote on the back, enjoy the soupy boy and his dark desires. <laughs> so both this cat, the drawing and Hannah McGregor, all my pup of the week. I, I love it love so much. It. It's going up on the fridge. Love it. Yeah, it's one of the best. I remember really liking that one. Yeah. And the everybody had basically soups, mm-hmm. which is a bad way to describe pho and ramen mm-hmm. or sushi. And so I asked uh, Elizabeth who lives in Portland, Portland, right? Yeah. And um, cause she was one of the people who had, had dr- shown her drawing. Is this a like Pacific Northwest thing or is this just a, these foods don't fly in delivery. Mm. And we think it's a, we think it's both. Because I, I think if you had done the show in New York, it would have been way more pizza and hot dogs. Yeah. Way more. Usually at the show, live show, there's a lot more pizza. Okay. A lot more hamburgers. Okay. So I think it is a delivery thing. it is a thing. travel thing, Sushi yeah. does travel quite well, but yeah. not ramen or pho. Yeah. I think we're also just like very spoiled with the amount of delicious well that's what i thought because like we have have great selection of that but i think it's better in your neck of the woods for sure well they just have to find out because i know yeah come Um, and sample that vegan ramen for sure for only limited amounts of time during the pandemic could you eat in here so we have like and a lot of people just haven't been eating out like i've only done it a couple of times i don't think jessica's done it at all twice and it was in the last like two weeks yeah, so I yeah. think it's those kind of like foods, those like comforting yeah. foods that you can't necessarily reproduce at home unless you're like a very good cook. Unless you have um, an air fryer. Unless you have an air fryer. <laughs> but like ramen is pretty like, I don't know. I, I guess I'm just not like picky. Like I don't need to make it yeah. like the exact way that the restaurant makes yeah, it. Yeah, of like, course. I've had it delivered and it was fine. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. I... I have had pho delivered and it's fine and I have specific bowls to eat it in, but I want nice. to go back to my favorite place. I mean, the experience of being there is yeah. also a little bit different from other restaurants 
Yeah, and nobody chose anything like fine dining. It was no. all like well, just what... That? For me, like uh, soup, like if this is what we're calling soups, like a ramen <laughs> or a pho, like that is something that I prefer to eat in the privacy of my home. Yeah. Because like, I don't want anyone to watch me. Yeah. That's why it's nice that you all face like the counter. Oh, yeah. Instead yeah. of at a table together. You're not, like looking at something. Yeah. Because it's like it's going to I'm going to be slurping. It's going to be messy. I'm going to get like, my like a noodles going to get like on into my, chin. my shirt. Yeah. I'm going to get make stains. Also. I'm going to eat too much and then I'm going to need to go away from whoever I'm with. So like it's a perfect meal for home. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I think it was more about just kind of getting back to those places that you really love. For sure. Yeah. And uh, there was a lot of good recommendations too. Yeah. Yeah. For restaurants. Yeah. That was, I was like taking notes. Yeah. And then yeah. I realized I didn't need to take notes because I can have a, a, you know, personal travel guide when I visit. Yeah, absolutely. This will be, this cat will be. <laughs> the cat will be my guide. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> well, Love Lizzie, it has been so lovely to have you back. And so good you're such a back. great guest. Please come back Thank anytime you, you like. Um, you did used to make a podcast. If people want to listen to it, can they still listen? I think so. I haven't gone to look myself, but they can find Let's Drink About It is the podcast. Yeah, so the feed must still it's be a lovely up. Yeah. podcast. Um, Jessica, yeah. do you have anything to plug? What I have to plug is uh, if you want to support us on Patreon, you can do that. Uh, Patreon.com slash Retail Nightmares. You know, I post things that sometimes are visual that we reference. So I'll definitely post a picture post of this cat. beautiful drawing that Hannah did. You can download the Patreon app. And then every time we do grandfather reaction, you can yeah. react in real time, exactly. um, which I do personally. I love that. <laughs> yeah. You can have the visual. Every time. Wow. I, I love laugh. that. <laughs> Thank you. It never gets old. It never gets old. In fact, so just weird. Just hearing you tease it with Brent <laughs> Butt, who was on recently, was like, oh boy, Brent Butt's going to see this grandpa. I know. I'm that's so the, excited. That's the thing that I I just am happy to share with the world. It's like, that's even great. though he's long we dead. We love Grandpa Delisle. Hey, he lives on in our nightmares. Um, <laughs> and yeah, if you want to buy some merch, you can go to retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. Check it out. I love to mail stuff. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, that's it for me too. Um, everybody, take take care of your take. I first was gonna say take a good night. Take a good <laughs> night. I, I also buddies. wrote down. You said make stains, like just like a, an activity when you're talking about eating. Make soup. I'm gonna make stains, and Making I think it's stains. so funny. It's a new craft. Make stains. Um, make stains and take care of yourself. Be safe um, and. Uh, yeah, we love you. We love you. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Arrivederci. I'm never not making stains. <laughs> like, this is my brand.